Hello, everyone, once again. Welcome to Authentic Christian Conversation. This is your girl, Jessica, tuning in from Ocherius, Jamaica. I have with me my sister, Julian, and our lovely guest and cousin, Minister Sonia Palmer. Say hi, guys. <laughs> hi. <laughs> so, Sonia, do you want to introduce, Sonia, you want to introduce yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on minister. Just want to put that out there, <laughs> just in case, you know. Um, but yes, my name is Sonia Palmer. I'm cousins with Julian and Jessica. Currently a member of the Assemblies of the Firstborn Church International, uh, Canada. Um, currently living in the GTA, Mississauga, not Toronto. I don't claim Toronto. Um, but at church, I'm the current secretary. I used to be, as of last year, the youth president. Currently, we're helping, supporting, but not the president. It's hard to be president and secretary at the same time. Crazy. And also um, on the prison worship team. So quite involved. Love the nice. body, body of Christ, people of God, fun people. And yeah, excited about this conversation. Outside of church or like... Um, the building, I should say. I am a registered psychotherapist and do family counseling and try and incorporate the love of God in everything I do. Amen. Awesome. All right. So tell them about your song, girl. Tell them about your song. <laughs> you can get it on Spotify. Tell well, I also sing and <laughs> write and co-produce. We have an EP out called uh, while I'm drunk blank I'm put on the spot <laughs> this um oh my be god still. be still wow please edit <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the EP is called be still there's four songs on it myself and two friends um yeah it's all gospel with a little twist not your typical choir music but yeah don't worry you won't get in trouble for listening <laughs> um, it'll be good <laughs> Young and fresh. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you so much, Sonia. So um, our topic for today is, if God is loving, why would he create hell or somewhere to punish people? Shouldn't he allow them to repent once they die? So I don't know if any of you guys have any testimonies or just experiences uh, that you'd like to share. Pray, oh, pray. Yes, oh, my gosh. Yes. We have to pray before we get into the topic. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll pray. No problem. Close your eyes, bow your head, or pretend. <laughs> At least. Most righteous and eternal Father, Lord God, we thank you for this awesome opportunity. We thank you for who you are and that you exist in each of our lives, our homes simultaneously, and we can call upon you at any time. We thank you for this opportunity to discuss you, access to your word, and to dissect it, to discuss it. Um, iron sharpens iron, says your word. So we thank you that we will each learn something tonight, and hopefully, those who view this and listen will be encouraged in the word and will look up the, the scriptures or quotes and discuss it amongst themselves and somehow spread the gospel just by having mere discussion. We thank you for where this is going and we thank you to be here in the midst. We ask you to stay with us and help us stay on topic, let there be no technical difficulties. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 And we already, you know, uh, I had a lot of technical difficulties before coming oh, up. So that was mm -hmm. No names. Uh, no names, Jessica. <laughs> yeah. 
But sorry. So as I was mentioning before, the topic today is if God is loving, why would he create hell and somewhere to punish people? Shouldn't he allow them to repent once they die? So we normally like to maybe start off with if anyone has any testimony, if they have any stories that they can share that relate to the topic, um, we can go around and, and do that. So I don't know, Sonia or Jessica, if you guys have anything. Um, or just something that's just related to the topic itself. It doesn't have to be like you individually. Like if, you, if you know somebody that went through something where they questioned it or just maybe things that you've been noticing worldview-wise, what we're bringing up a lot nowadays in, in regards to the topic. Like when I first read the topic, I right away thought about how like either in like, even in reality and in movies, you always, there's always that character who, live their best life the whole mm -hmm. movie or the whole time you've known them and they get that one sickness or they get that one gunshot wound and on the way to the ambulance oh god forgive me for everything blah, blah, blah. like you know <laughs> leading you into prayer and then the person dies in the movie and truth be told if they said the prayer and meant it in that moment the bible says that person is not forgiven right my i think it relates to that question that like if um, it's, it's very real, like whether we want to admit it during our life or at the very end, hell and heaven are, are, are very real things that I think when push comes to shove, we think, where the hell am I going? Like, where am I going to go? And where do I want to spend, sorry for saying hell, but where, where do I want to spend <laughs> eternity? Um, and so to, to get to your question of like, why would God even create it? I feel like it's tough yeah it's a tough it's, it's tough, tough but i feel like it, it makes me think like we can't never understand the full capacity of how god thinks like amen right this is like the amen. being who said let there be light and there was like yes we go to school for years upon years to understand what mm -hmm. light is right so um a part of me says like why question it but that's it that's a blissful ignorance that comes with studying the Bible for so long. Um, yes. I think yes. blissful in a sense where you're no longer burdened by not knowing certain things. Whereas when I was newer in the faith, I was like, that doesn't make sense. I need to know. Tell yeah. me. Both yeah. and as you experience more testimonies, I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I don't know. But thank yeah. you for that one. Like, you know what? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why he was the wrong one to date, but thank you for, for that <laughs> one. You know? <laughs> things. I don't know why. You know, my parents said that, but all of a sudden I got a new job. Thank you. Like, I'm just going to leave that. It's mm -hmm. not ignorance, but if for sake of discussion, I mean, if he spends so much making, like, the Garden of Eden and that, like, heaven-like in, in environment, and then Eve seduced, if one may use that word, mm -hmm. <laughs> to eat by the apple, and then life changed so drastically... From a logical standpoint, it kind of makes sense that you like a positive has a negative, right? Like mm -hmm. left has right, up has down. So mm -hmm. we can just only imagine to live life and then we all go to heaven mm -hmm. when we all didn't believe. Yeah, that's true. Love so <clears throat> from my perspective, when I when we came when we spoke about when the topic came up and I was thinking about it, I think. I think automatically people just like sometimes I, when I when I when I think about a question, I always think about the assumptions behind it. Mm -hmm. And so the question proposed, it was saying that, oh, like, why would he send them to hell? But 
I think what people need to understand is God doesn't send you to hell. You choose to go to hell. Mm -hmm. That's the huge distinction between the question itself. So when people normally ask, they're always asking, oh, why God? Why God? But they never say, what am I doing that from my actions that caused me to do this, right? So to really answer the question, if God is loving, why would he create hell? Why would he punish people? I also think along the lines of for there to be balance, Mm -hmm. how would it be fair if Hitler got into heaven? Without believing or repenting. Without believing, because committing of, mass murder, yeah. doing so many things that are evil. Why should someone like that mm-hmm. still, you when you go to heaven and you're like, Hitler, what are you doing? I think people need to also think about, like for your actions, there have to be some type of repercussions. If not, then to be honest with you, then what's the point? of a point of free will because you know that's the case there's no such thing as free will because the the definition itself is to be able to choose but the wording where you say like um why if god is loving why would he create hell or somewhere to punish people i'm like mm, when he quote-unquote punishes someone it's also for the sake of like i'm thinking of that scripture hold on uh romans 12 Okay. This is 19 where I don't know what version I'm reading, but it says, like, do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. if something horrible happens to me, someone, God forbid, killed a loved one or stole, uh, said I did something and I got the penalty, and I, by God's word, I'm not to seek revenge. I'm mm-hmm. turn the other cheek, pray for that person, forgive that person, love that person. Um, hope in Christ, not only does that remove that burden of hate that I'd be carrying for the remainder of my life, but it re- if that person does not change, if that person continues to do that same ugly thing to someone else, I can trust that one day that person will not end up in the same spot as me. Because mm-hmm. revenge, right? But if there's no hell, that person will do everything, anything he or she wants because of the color of my skin, because of class, because they want something. And whether I'm in a good position or poor position, I can't do anything about it. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean hope. And a large majority of our population would be hopeless. Because mm-hmm. society, there's only a small amount that's rich, like filthy <laughs> rich. So yeah. there was no consequence to hope for or to revenge to hope in, like a lot of us would just slowly die of depression. Like Yeah. Like, and I think also if you didn't have to answer for mm-hmm. like your or your or your crimes or whatever, then like any of us could just do it and say, Oh, it doesn't matter yeah. what happened anyways. Let me go and rob <laughs> yeah. the store. I would never do that. But you know, if yeah. let me go Yes, let me. This person treated me, bullied me when I was six. He's 29 now, and I'm bigger and stronger. I'm gonna go kill them now, and then still expect that you're gonna go to heaven. Mm-hmm. There yeah. has to be some 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 repercussions for actions. Now, yeah. I'm not. We're not talking about people that repent. We're talking about yeah. people that continue to do bad yeah. and, and, oh, and openly object God and say they they don't want anything to do yeah. with God. The Right. Yeah. And just for others to not believe as well. I don't know what maybe Jessica, if you want to chime in this part, like the idea 
I don't know if it touches on this uh, mentality in the Bible, but the idea of hell is Satan's home, right? Like that is his residence. That that's where he reside, right? Um, mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like if God didn't create hell and Satan was disbanded from heaven, where would he be? Like should he just be living on Earth with us? Um, <laughs> I don't think such a being would, we couldn't coexist 24-7, um, right? Yes, mm -hmm. as, as people say, demons, or um, he's always leaking into your weaknesses or lurking into your weaknesses, but like he needs a residence. Like there should be a place where someone, something like that resides and it can't just be next door like <laughs> all the time, right? So, and whoever chooses to follow said being therefore resides with said being like apples are on apple trees <laughs> christ-like people are in heaven with christ and uh, non-believers go to where non-believe the most non-believing person lives like it just mm -hmm. i don't know but I, I mean without knowledge of the scripture like without knowledge of the walk of christ without knowledge of like the actual beliefs of the gospel, I would ignorantly say, like, why why is there hell? That's so evil. That's so yeah. evil. What kind of God is that? I would confidently ignorantly say that if mm -hmm. I didn't know like the journey of Christ versus just, oh, Christians believe in a man they can't see. <laughs> right? Which yeah. is sadly the, the the I guess the theme society yeah. to make us look like that's what we believe in. Yeah. Yeah, that is true because what would people expect? Where would hell be? But uh, like as you were talking as well, that I just that it just reminded me of something that I've heard people say in the past, and in, in terms of the question and the topic itself, mm -hmm. uh, they frame it as if what if there's someone that doesn't believe God, so they would they obviously reject God, mm -hmm. but um, they're good people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. kind of feel like there's they try to frame it in a way like why why would a good person somebody that's a good samaritan someone that helps the poor someone that will you know have charities and stuff like that why would people like that mm -hmm. have to go to hell just because they don't believe in god like the bible says Jesus is not returning till everyone has heard the gospel. So mm -hmm. all the good people, the horrible people, someone has told, not until they've heard, there's this being named Jesus and he died for your sins and he's coming back if you believe, if you'd only accept his grace or his mercy. If, until we all heard this, he's not coming back. So I don't mm -hmm. think people grasp like, we're going to see some ugly stuff. <laughs> a lot of people who are far away or who ban it or who literally just don't want to hear it at all and until mm -hmm. they've heard it we as Christians are not going home so mm -hmm. we need to start evangelizing, mingling getting comfortable, whatever but so like to the idea that um, what about those good people like you know, God is the living definition of good so if they remain to be good people surround themselves with other good people I can imagine they would hear the the, the gospel much sooner. Mm -hmm. And it's if you're a good person, you you're gonna align with the good um, scripture. Yeah, it won't be hard. To, it's not like we're telling you to change your 
morals if you're already good. Exactly. Right? Definition of good. He's not telling you to go kill so and so. Like, right? Um exactly. like, discriminating against so and so. Even I know like people say, well, God's good, but why doesn't he love homosexuals or why doesn't he love whatever? But nowhere in the scripture does it say hate mm-hmm. It's um and nowhere in the scriptures does it say God hates gay people. He, he mm-hmm. hates the, no. the idea, the 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 concept of homosexuality, which is controversial for many. Yes, I know, but mm-hmm. not the person. He created yeah. all in his image, says says the word. So like good people will get a chance to receive the good mm-hmm. message set mm-hmm. with the gospel. But if you at that point don't accept it, are you really good? Exactly. So I don't know if you guys would agree. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share something, and you guys tell me if you agree, if this is what you would say hell is like. So for me, what I think of hell is like, a lot of people automatically think fire. I don't think it's fire. I think it's just the separation of a person from God. And so right now, a lot of people, whether they want to accept it or not, they have that grace that God is giving them because they still have that connection as limited as it may be, even (laughs) if they affect him. When they die, you chose to live your life on this earth, rejecting God. So when you die, those ties are severed. And when those ties are severed, that's when what that's when you go in your own, I don't want to say personal hell, but, and I'm going to, I think, I think personally it would probably be different for everybody, but I don't think it's going to be, they're going to be in fire. I think they're just going to be in agony from the separation from God. I I don't know what you guys think about that. Honestly, I think it is a combination of both. Cause like um, in Romans, again, I don't think I mentioned the scripture earlier, but Romans, sorry, revelation 20, it literally says like, and the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur where the beast and the false prophet were, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. So like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't think we should sugarcoat it, especially in today's society. Mm-hmm. There is going to be fire like <laughs> there, but there will all, it will not be the same fire we see on CTV where the house is burning down and they can put it out with water. Mm-hmm. This fire can't be put out. Like it's just, that is the very basis of the structure of health, fire that cannot be mm-hmm. put but right. then isn't that near the end though? Like, doesn't that, that's going to happen at the end. What about the people that are passing away now that have rejected God? Would yeah. they really be in fire? Is that, is, would you, is that what you guys would say? I, I'm, I'm just saying like, a, I think the, co- the combination of what you were first describing, like is that there, I feel like there is fire, but it's, it's a severe agony as well of being separated and not being able to take it back or like, to now connect and say, okay, forgive me. I'm sorry. I get it now. Like you don't get to taste hell and then come back. Like, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah. As if I wouldn't want to taste heaven and come back down here for, for one yeah. kind of thing. So that's yeah. uh, like, but to answer your question, like, what about now? I, I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I mean, there is fire. <laughs> like, I think it's just not what we imagine. Like the Bible says so many times, like things we imagine of God are not like it's so beyond, far beyond what we're imagining. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Jessica, that's what the scripture says. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I the the scripture that I had in mind that I I wanted to discuss was um the story of Lazarus and the rich man. Yeah. And so um, I sixteen. Um, right, and it and it talks about Lazarus. You know, he was well. Um, the rich man he was wealthy. He lived a good life, and Lazarus was mm -hmm. so poor that the dogs licked his sores, and mm -hmm. so eventually um they both die, and then <clears throat> the there there's a there's, there's a chasm between them. There's a, there's a separation. So yeah. the rich man looks up, which kind of, it, it tells you positionally that, you know, that's where we kind of have this idea that hell is beneath and oh. hell is above, yeah. right? Yeah. And so he says, he looks up and he sees um, Lazarus and he says, oh God, Lazarus, can you, if, can you just take like a drop of water and yeah. put it on yeah. my tongue? Like, I'm in torment down here. Yeah. And, and, actually think that yeah there has to be some some type of heat um for him to want water because you're only going to crave well the natural body anyways only craves yeah. water when when they're thirsty when when there's a, a dryness so i, yeah. I think along the line what sonia's saying there's going to be this 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 unbearable heat yeah. that that mm -hmm. even a drop of water would be so satisfying but uh -huh. um, mm -hmm. i think this, this that that it doesn't necessarily say where this place is. It says that, um, you know, Lazarus went to Abraham's bosom, but yeah. it doesn't really say that Lazarus was in, like, I think the, the Hebrew word is shayul. Um, mm -hmm. they, they term it um, for hell. It doesn't mm -hmm. say that he went there per se, but it says mm -hmm. there, there, my interpretation of the scripture is he went to Lazarus' bosom. Lazarus bosom. It doesn't say that... Um, he went to Abraham's bosom. It doesn't say that he went to heaven. Um, mm -hmm. I remember in a Bible study, the pastor said this thing that was just so, like it was okay. such a revelation to me. Um, he said one day this past, um, this child died and this um, pastor came to the funeral and um, was eulogizing the child and said, you know, this child will go to paradise, but they will not go to heaven. And so, mm -hmm. A lot of times we've interpreted the scripture that paradise equates to heaven, but paradise, I think, is Lazar Abraham's bosom. It's a holding place until, because scripture really only says the people that will go to heaven are, are the saints, those who have accepted Christ. They'll be caught up and they'll meet him in heaven. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, there seems to be um, Jesus said, remember when he was on the cross and there were the two thieves that he was in between, one of them mm -hmm. repented and said, Lord, um, can I, um, you know, wherever you're going, take me with you. And mm -hmm. he said, okay, this you will be in paradise with me. And you mm -hmm. have to understand the Greeks um, are very intentional. If he mm -hmm. wanted to say this heaven with me, he will say, he would have said, you'll be in heaven. But you have to remember that Jesus didn't go to heaven right away. He first <laughs> had to go back and take back the keys. The, the then he ascended. Remember when Mary saw him at the tomb, he said, no, I haven't yet ascended to my father. So there, there is this, um, I would say there's this holding place, which we can call maybe paradise or Abraham's bosom. So yeah. if there is such a place for persons who have died now until um, his second coming, until that time, then there has to be a holding place also for persons who have died who have not yet, because we they haven't received the judgment yet. The Bible um, says that he will bow and every tongue will confess, but they have to receive that judgment that their name is not in the book of life. And um, that's not 
yet. So to me, there has to be a holding place um, for, for those who will go to heaven and a holding place for those who will be condemned to hell. Uh -huh. um, and you know that, sorry? And I don't know where, but like some place in the Bible, it says like um, this saint and he slept. Like, and, and instead of saying he died, it will say like, and he slept. Is, is that, that maybe Lazarus? No, Lazarus. Some other stories they'll say, and he's and he slept rather than just like he died. Um, to me, it does. I mean, you really have to do a word study when it comes to scripture because you were saying, you know, there is a lot of ignorance that happens, and then when you you go mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit reveals things, it's it's you know, mm -hmm. like, oh Lord, you have to confess and repent because of mm -hmm. what you thought you previously. New. So mm -hmm. I, I can't really speak on that, but I can say that there is a difference. If they if they say sleep instead of death, if they say yeah. paradise instead of heaven, it is mm -hmm. intentional. I mean, yeah. God does not. The word is infallible. It was it was written by yeah. infallible men, but the Holy Spirit was the author mm -hmm. behind it, and so he. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the fact. How. how Julian was talking about um, death and that it's a separation. Um, mm -hmm. That there's actually three types of death. So there's the physical death, the spiritual death, and then there's the um, like second death. So the physical death is like when the body passes away. Mm -hmm. um, the spiritual death, I think, is when the it, the so because we're tripart beings. So mm -hmm. that's when like the soul um, will separate, like the physical mm -hmm. death. I'm just trying to remember this is when like the body perishes and then you have the spiritual death and then you have the eternal death. Yeah. Eternal death is when man will be permanently separated from God. Mm -hmm. And so this this is after the this is after the judgment. So um, in terms of like what hell is like, man will fully understand what it is to mm -hmm. be permanent separated mm. from God because it's the spirit of God that is keeping us. And so once that yeah. spirit departs, there is no more goodness left. Mm -hmm. There's nothing Everything even good. good and yeah. it's perfect. It's from God. So once mm -hmm. your spirit is permanently separated, you are going to be in constant, yeah. permanent, eternal um, torment. Yeah. And so that that is essentially what hell is, um, along with, like, I think that even there's a scripture that says there'll be, um, like, personal worms that will permanently yeah. be eating your body and, 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 and the heat. You, you're just going to be in such torment that you, you can't imagine. Um, that's essentially what that. hell is. I was gonna so ask when people are like, "That's that's like a fairy tale," or "It's not real," or "It's meant to scare you," but I feel like it could. How? Why do we? Why is it so hard to believe when there's movies out there that have escalated with the with the intensity of like cry, like the themes in movies have gotten so much more severe, right? Or graphic. Yeah. Where do, oh, yeah, where do these thoughts come from? Like they don't just just pop up. <laughs> There's things happening in the world that we wouldn't have never like. For me, I, for myself, Imagine. the concept of like kidnapping a child and selling this child, killing this child, or sexually exploiting this mm -hmm. child to me is like unfathomable. Yeah. Like I couldn't fully right. grasp this idea of 
why my parents were once so terrified of a child being kidnapped. I'm like, that, that can't yeah. happen. Who would hurt a child? Like, yeah. so to me, that's one of the worst crimes. And if that is something that in certain countries of the world is so popular, like, mm. it's so, like, it's like an everyday thing. Uh, like, bombing is such an everyday thing. I feel like it's not very far from what the Bible is describing. Like, it's not, it should make it even easier to, to believe. Because mm. living in times where, okay, yes, we're, one, some will say blessed to be in country, the safer of the dominant North American countries, but there's some crazy stuff happening um, mm-hmm, yeah. on the world that you know that that make it a little easier to believe the Bible can is true, like mm-hmm. and happen like crazier things appear to, to, to be happening. Um, yeah, yeah, it's so unbelievable. Sure. That's and, for sure. Yeah, and and one thing I always like I've I've even brought up to people in the past is like if if this quote unquote person is so good and you're questioning oh if they reject God why should they go to hell then I'm just like well what would they have to lose if they decided to accept God yeah I don't remember what philosopher said it um, but there was a philosopher where he said that he said he said if I choose in my life to to believe that there is a God and then I die and then there isn't, I don't lose anything. But if I choose not to believe and then after I die, there is, I've lost everything. Everything. So to me, it's just like, yes, that person's good, but they openly object, um, they objected God. What would they have to lose if they decided to say, let me give this God thing a chance. Let me see what's really out there for me. And being authentic about it too, not you know, not half foot in, half foot out, you know, one foot in, one foot out. Uh, there's this like really, I don't know, charismatic, as you'd say, or like hardcore Jamaican preacher that comes up during our convention time, and he essentially has that same <laughs> theory. And but he'll, I can't do the accent, so I'm not. <laughs> but he'll basically be like, I, I don't know how he said it. He'll be like, I'd rather be a fool who believes in Christ, like a Christian fool. Then, then, yeah. then die as a fool and get off dead, 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 dead. <laughs> and they were dead like so many times. Like, okay, we, we get it. Like we, got it. You know, and then dead as a fool when we're all dead anyway. So what? What joke? There won't be any joke. Like they won't. Versus live as a fool and then just dead off. So I can't. Yeah, you know, but it's the way he said it is just so it's like a huge issue, but it's so comical. So, yeah, that philosopher you were just talking about, it's yeah, I can't remember what philosopher it is, but I just even remember learning it um, during high school, and to this day, it's come true like it's so true. What do you have to lose then, if that's the case? If you want to be a good person, what do you have to lose if you're like, okay, let me accept the Lord in Christ and still continue to be that good person? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. I think, I think. I mean, for my own walk with Christ so far, at first it felt like, oh, you have to give up so much. Because I personally accepted uh-huh. Jesus as my and Savior when I was 18. Mind mm-hmm. you, from the time Lily Palmer pushed me out, I was attending church service every Sunday. <laughs> so there was a long, a long journey. <laughs> Like, every day I was in Sunday school, like I was the first one dropped off, last one picked up, everyone knew, Sonia's a little church girl, 
don't curse about <laughs> like right but not until 18 did I, was i like okay like i i get this now like and it's personal and i was like okay you know this is gonna be real i'm gonna get married next year because you know the whole don't have sex thing it like we need to do this <laughs> like whatever but then it felt like after accepting christ like life just took a big left turn like crosses after mm. crosses after crosses but didn't i thought it was supposed to be ugly around you know why <laughs> i thought why is in a new relationship i'm just over here so, yeah. in my sweet holiness like what what is going on but i think that's a poor belief that makes it so hard for people to want to accept Christ. like your life doesn't just become mm-hmm. like uh, no like you still yeah. go through whatever challenges you were meant and built to go through mm-hmm. you're going through these challenges True. with christ or you're, you're yes. going through these challenges on your own and mm-hmm. sometimes the life yeah. is shortened uh sometimes you pick up more challenges than you should are built to, to carry like you know, you could you could still get to that awesome CEO job or company, but maybe you didn't have to go through five divorces if you just followed Christ, right? Or mm-hmm. maybe you didn't have to have cut off your leg. You could have went with two legs on your Bible, the word in your like you you didn't have to go through all those things. Have mm-hmm. you? And for me, I realized this like I'm 30 this year, and I'm still realizing this. Like some things I could have got to a lot easier, or <laughs> I could have surpassed. Had I just chose the God way and not Sonia's way, mm-hmm. it's uh, true. It, it's not publicized. That's a reality for all of us. That's oh my God! All right, I'm still learning. Like I'm still, there's still God's still working on me. There's still a little. Yeah, all of us. All of us. All of us. There's still a lot. Sometimes I look back. I'm like, God, if I've come so far and I still have so much to go, where am I along this journey? Like, how long is this race exactly? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say the race is not for the swift, but like, my God. But you, but you know what? Even though you guys mentioned that too, mm-hmm. I have to say one of the things with the Christian walk is that it takes some time, maybe not for everyone, but I can mm-hmm. say for myself, like, even though I decided to accept um, Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I think I was about maybe 23 or something when I did. I don't remember. But uh-huh. yeah, like you, I thought my life was going to be all, you know, roses and skipping down a path, you know, oh, singing songs. Yes. It doesn't happen like that. And, it, and I thought that I would just automatically change. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's not true either. It will look the same. Like, yeah, the change happens all yeah. the time. Yeah. I just yeah. found that. Definitely. I don't know, like there's still, like I, fa- I found that even though I had those times when I was slowly changing, I was still kind of like, I don't know what the proper term is, but like I would go to church, but like it's not like I was growing in my faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I started growing in my faith within the last maybe three years mm-hmm. and I'm turning 30, turning 30 this year too. So okay. for me, it's just like, there's a lot for you to learn on your yeah. journey with Christ as well, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, and I think this elder in our church, she always talks about she felt like every year in her walk with Christ, she's like up there. I don't want to put her age out there, but she's she's. <laughs> like, I, call, I could call her mother. Okay. <laughs> she was like t- testifying on one youth night that like, every year God like reveals or unveils 
like I don't know that term that then removes it's like a removing a sheet over your eyes that so you can see things clear the holy spirit reveals things to you more but it's uh, you can't just reveal it all because we're so naive or we're human mm -hmm. we're cutting but it's like one sheet at a time as mm -hmm. we yeah. walk as we continue mm -hmm. to read more as we continue to testify meet mm -hmm. people don't deny your faith right that yeah that little person on the street who says are you christian that's a little test too don't don't yeah. say no. like practice yeah. yes because there will be a day where you're going to need to say yes and it's going to be like oh you may not have the time to stop by that person but practice saying yes like mm -hmm. people who are whispering it and in in jail cells right like they can't say it. i think we take it for granted but mm -hmm. that's true because I, I know one of the things you mentioned was um movies and stuff like that at the beginning of our our recording but like i don't know about you guys but now i can't watch certain shows and movies mm -hmm. anymore because of yeah. just the things that I see, or even like certain music artists, I'm just like, oh, I, if I listen to their music, like I find I feel anxiety after. It's yeah. so it's such a weird thing. I never had those problems before, but I was a I was a born a, born again Christian then too. Yeah. So slowly but surely along my journey, certain things I'm starting to be revealed. Like mm, maybe that's not yeah. something watching and letting into your spirit anymore. That's been a huge struggle for me because I love music like love, love 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 so like whenever the topic comes up in our youth nights like oh should you ever listen to secular music i'm like the number one advocate <laughs> like you can read your word and still you know quote a little kanye west okay before his whole craziness right but then <laughs> but then as the holy as you read more the word like honestly even reading like two scriptures a day will like like you wake up in in Christ, like you you mm -hmm. it like things just stand out. And to me, sometimes I'm like, really, God, I just wanted to enjoy the music video. Like everybody else, is, you know, all the single A's, all the single yeah. Guys, that's not what God describes as a single woman. Like, yeah, why? I just enjoy the song. Like, yeah. then, you know, like you know what I, you know what I remember? I remember um when Black Panther came out, oh. and like I remember you mentioned something about that scene where they're in the cave, and that it's so. You got onto that, but I didn't catch on to that right away. And then once you mentioned it, I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember loving off the movie in the theater. I'm like, yes, go ahead. And then the scene came on, and I was like, oh, you felt really uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm like, this, this, I'm looking around, like, I, I always ask myself, okay, maybe it's just you, Sonia, you're being sensitive. Like, it's a psychotherapy <laughs> kind of thing. But I always look around, and like, it was so weird in the theater seeing people like, Oh, and I'm into it, and I'm just like, I can't wait for this scene to finish. <laughs> like, um, we get it, y'all into witchcraft. Move on, move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I know. Yeah, now it's now it's just blatantly in your face oh. with a lot of the movies and, oh. and and TV shows. Now I'm just like, oh yeah. my gosh! Like I was even watching. I went. I went and watched Bad Boys Three, oh, and the movie was good. The movie was good. <laughs> But of course, the main woman that's a villain, she's a, she's a, I don't know what you would call them, but it's like a Spanish witch or whatever. Oh. And I'm like, Jesus, Mr. No, God, no. <laughs> because like in the movie, she's like doing same chants and stuff like that. And I, then I'm just like, I literally have to change the, the, the TV Yeah, I can't. Like even like, mm -hmm. God, I, I love, I love Marvel. But like mm -hmm. I found after a while, certain, like I would be in the theater 
And I don't know why, but I don't know how to explain the feeling, but like spiritually, I felt very weird. Like I felt like out yeah. of my element almost, or like my spirit was drawn to something. Uh-huh. I know I know this is probably too much now because it's not really the topic that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. It just, just, just this weird right. feeling came over me. And uh-huh. ever since then, I was like, no, I can't, I can't watch these movies anymore. It yeah. felt weird. Like something was sucking out of my spirit or something. I don't know how to explain it. So but that's part of your, what I would, my mentor at church would say, that's part of your personal conviction, right? Like there's part, I don't know where in scripture, somebody help me out. There's somewhere yeah. in the Bible that says like, if this, if this act causes your brother, or your sister to sin, stay away from it, right? So that, that tells us that everyone has a different level or conviction, right? There's certain, yeah. like I can eat, pork and don't have an issue with it some people don't eat pork because maybe whatever it, it will trickle it will like tempt them down to other things or you know it will trouble mm-hmm. them or i can listen to a beyonce song and separate that you know this is not telling me about the gospel but i could ignore the lyrics and the beat is blah 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 that's controversial whereas mm-hmm. other person who's new in their faith will listen to one beyonce song and the whole month they just forget to read the word like mm-hmm. if i have that person in the car is not wise for me to be blasting Beyonce if that person's just right. trying to remind themselves to read the word one day a week. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's contradictory, right? So mm-hmm. like, we all have our conviction. So I think that that's a big thing. Like when people say, should you get tattoos? Should you have piercings? Should you have this? It doesn't blatantly say it in the Bible, but it also says like, right. guard your heart. You know, what is this doing to your soul? Not to just your body. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you praising it? Are you treating it like a god? Are you gonna think your think of yourself better mm. than everyone else? Is this tattoo gonna make you want to wear that shot frock that tempts your little boyfriend while y'all trying not to? <laughs> like, you know? Why are you putting a tattoo on your vagina? You're supposed to be like, who's gonna see it, sis? Like, you know, yeah. it's true. true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's not so I think, alone. I think- right? Yeah, there's but more. Oh, you can't do this if you're Christian. It's not just the act. It's like. The meaning behind the act, who, who it's impacting, what is it going to do to do later on, things like that. Um, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. really true. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that's definitely true. A lot of people sometimes they'll think about, um, they'll think about the sin itself, but they don't understand the wages of sin. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? and that's the hardest part. I, but yeah. something you said earlier about the in the movie theater. Let me talk. I'm trying to remember. Uh, how oh, you make me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, and I feel like um, you know this the, the saying like, "Oh, I'm woke now" or something like that. Like, but there really is like an enlighten enlightenment. Yeah. Yeah. Like when when you yeah. like, when, and not just literally reading the Bible every single day, but like praying even. Like it's a source mm-hmm. of meditation. Like there's a whole section of it in psychology. It's a real thing. Um, thinking of humbling yourself and talking to a higher being if we want to be more universal, um, right? In this case, the higher being we're referring to is Jehovah Jireh, God, <laughs> um, higher being. Um, so, you know, but practicing that, that concept of, you know, stilling yourself, sitting, talking, sharing your inner thoughts and knowing you might not hear an audible voice in return, but you get a, mm-hmm. a sense of peace in mind where you think clear and the thoughts as a Christian that now come into your mind aren't from just you, but from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So yes. you're doing that every day. If I'm, ha- I'm waking up and I'm thanking God, I'm thinking of gratitude, I'm being grateful, I'm 
uh, appreciating the little I have before it becomes a lot, then yeah, I'm going to be a lot more in tune with my feelings mm -hmm. and with what I'm being shown, with what I'm being fed. I'm going to think twice about the food you feed me because I've been praying mm -hmm. about at least having food every day. Mm -hmm. right? That's like, true. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to think about it more before I put it in my body. Why am I going to thank God for, like, I'm God's not going to give me poo so I can pray about it tomorrow. Like, <laughs> no, right? And metaphorically speaking, like, he's not going to give me some big demonic dish so I can come pray to him and thank him tomorrow. <laughs> no. So yeah. when you feel a type of way, it's because it's not in alignment with what he meant for you to have. It's not in alignment mm -hmm. with what you've been praying for. It's not mm -hmm. in alignment with the Holy Spirit. Your body needs to be disrupted. Your spirit needs to be disrupted. So mm -hmm. you, don't comfortable. you don't grow comfortable in something that's not for you. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's true. I that's think I, my grandma used to no, have. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just listening <laughs> in. You know? But my, yeah. my grandma, the one that you guys know of more on my mom's side, yeah. she has some like real hilarious sayings in her prayer because she's real old school Jamaican. So her prayers are very direct. <laughs> <laughs> her prayers are very direct, very long, and her and God are like best friends. Okay, so um, I, I say that because she'll say things in her prayer at nighttime out loud, mind you. Um, such as like, God, earlier on when I heard that thing in the movie, my spirit was disrupted. But you know, the movie was good, so help me not to remember that part. Or, or, That's cute. You know, or she'll say things That's like. Cute. Um, I've been wondering. I've got. She used to say things like, "She's diabetic." God, I've been prescribed this new medication, but I'm on so much already. So you know, I don't know. My spirit's not taking this. Like as she was really laying it all out there on the table, right? And, I, I, you know, and we to us it seems like foolishness, but like God yeah. understands. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, and I, to be honest with you, we should all be like that. <laughs> we should all be yeah. like that, though. Like, yeah. having those conversations with God. <laughs> yeah, and the Bible says, unless you're humble like a child, right? And a child's not going to be using True. no big, long dictionary words. Like, True. I want a candy, True. Dad. Can I have a candy, please? You said I could have a candy if I do that. You know, quoting yeah. your parents. The Bible, yeah. you want us to quote him, too. You can't mm -hmm. quote him. Definitely. It's a whole nother topic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got we got some really good stuff, but so I kind of want to um, start gearing it more towards the end part of the question, where the question says, "Shouldn't he allow them um, to repent once they die?" And so, um, how, what would you guys say about that? Um, do you guys believe that God should let people repent? Um, once they've passed on, because Jessica, maybe you can clarify from clarify this for me as well, because I didn't know this. But so, what is a spiritual death? Because you explained um, mm -hmm. when the body perishes, and then you explained when uh, what was the last one? Was the last one soul? Eternal, eternal death. Eternal, um, death. So, what's spiritual death? Uh, I'm trying. You know, Sonia, go ahead, and then I'm gonna Ooh. like look it up. I don't <laughs> want to. I don't. I don't want to misquote. I know it's from um, this book I have, but I have, I've put it up somewhere. Um, it's a really good book. Um, but let me let me just look it up. Um, 
I know you're just on the physical death, like the body is definitely like disintegrated. The spiritual death is now when we're um like your your soul is separated from Christ. Is that how you were defining it? Or was that the third um, one? I don't want to misquote you either. Well, I guess the one that I mentioned about being your ties being severed with God, that would be yeah. eternal death. Yes, yeah, that's why. Mm-hmm. To me, after, prior to this conversation today, I thought that was the spiritual death. Ah, I, I, I didn't know there was three different types of deaths, so we learned yeah. something today. What's <laughs> the Bible say? Um, twice, once to die, twice to, how does it say? What's the saying? People say like, oh, you, you're born one, you're born twice, you die once or something like that. I don't know what I'm saying. The, it's the saying that, that it's, that sounds close to me. It's not scriptural. It's more, um, once a man, twice a child. Yeah, yeah, sorry. That's not yeah. Yeah. I'm like, are you talking about that? Just, I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I learned it just, oh gosh. You should put that Japanese in. Yeah. I the book that I saw it in um, so I could like quote the book because it was it's a really good um, Christian book. Um. But yeah, Sonia, go ahead with answering the question. Like, what do you think? um, (laughs) Do you think that God should allow people to repent once they die? Um, I mean, I I know the concept of the question. Like, shouldn't God be forgiving? In other words, is what the person's asking or the Mm -hmm. question's asking. But that that question to me, maybe this is just being picky, but grammatically is incorrect. Like. To, to repent means I, I apologize for my, my wrongs or whatever, I've sin, my sin against Christ, mm-hmm. and therefore I'm going back on the right path, and that leads me to life. Mm-hmm. So repentance leads me to li- life. So if I'm, how, how can I do that when I'm dead? Yeah. Right? I think, I think what they're trying to ask is like... When, when you yeah, so that's it's, true. It's not a matter of how can he. It's how a matter of how long can he give you to repent? And mm. it's a long time. Like, it's until everyone has heard the gospel. So, like, yeah. it's, not, it's not how, why is he so mean? It's why is he so nice? A yeah. lot of people wouldn't give us so many years. Like, how I'm many of us would allow black people to be slaves for 400 years and hold their vexation? Me? Mm-hmm. One day, <laughs> like, one might not scrap this. These humans don't understand what I was doing for. <laughs> Try this again. Just have another flood. Just wash them out over again. Like it's not a matter of how mean is he. It's how nice, how patient. I don't think you understand. He's like I'm suffering. One person could be suffering, but I heard the gospel. We're still waiting for Bob Joe on the other side of the world to hear the gospel. Mm -hmm. He can't be on the same scale of suffering. I'm suffering, and I've heard and rejected. You're suffering and have not heard. Your life can start soon. But yeah, the gospel. So it's a not a matter of why not, why can't he let us repent after we did? No, you had enough time, sis. Enough mm-hmm. time, bro. Like that's true. A I lot think, more time than the average human would give. That's true. Because I, I think as like I think even sometimes when people do me wrong, mm-hmm. and like it's so hard for me to forgive them. Like I have that burden on my trestler. Yeah. Have you ever had, have you ever had to pray for someone that you just you're not messing with at the moment, and you're just like. You're just a makeup face while you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And the people like, you're giving me 70 times, seven times. Oh my God, you done passed. 
Yes. <laughs> but now I'm just thinking like Sonny, you've done some pretty ratchet stuff that like nobody knows about. Like, you know, there's the public things that people know you've done, and there's the yeah. only God, Jesus Himself, knows. Yeah. Like, if I looked like the things I've done, I wouldn't have no friends, I wouldn't have no family, I couldn't touch <laughs> no mic, I couldn't <laughs> I wasn't going on no prison worship. Like, no. Like we humans, we don't we aren't as forgiving as we believe. Yeah, right? like, we're not. So the question of like, why can't he just let the dead person repent? Like, how he's so the second chances more than we yeah. are willing to admit. If we exactly. were to sit down and literally write out all the things we've done. That yeah. God let us still wake up the next day for, we wouldn't have no friend, no fan. Like, it's people, be, how could you? That's so blah, blah, blah. Like, it's true. And you know? I think, like, just like I mentioned with the whole Hitler thing, too, how is it fair that if he, after he dies, he goes, Oh, God, sorry, I accept you now. Um, <laughs> can I get into heaven? Let me, my ticket to <laughs> Sorry, you had to die on the cross there, sir. You know, yeah, you know. I probably would have killed him in my day, you know, like, you know. <laughs> that's not how it's supposed to work. Um, it's true. That's, that's just not fair because then I feel like then what's the point? Then all of us should just be able to live our life any type of way without any rules, without any morality, and then still be okay and still be ex- be knowing that we're going to get into heaven, you know? And we would so all think, become a God. That's yeah. the most dangerous part. We would all think, like, if I can do no wrong, there's a lot yeah. of stuff I would do tomorrow if I knew I had 24 hours to not be punished. Yeah. If Think you of the purge. have 24 yeah. hours to do whatever you want and never, it like, it just gets wiped out of God's book, like God's mm-hmm. the most dirty die. Oh, I'm in minute at 24 Exactly. Hours, right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not life. There, and you no- know what? while we were talking about it too, I think with the question overall where it said, if God is loving, why would he create hell or somewhere to punish people? Shouldn't he allow them to repent once they die? I don't think that's a fair question because I feel like if you are someone who openly decided to reject God and you quote unquote, call yourself a good person, I feel like you would have said like yourself is the God in the situation because you have that self-love for yourself to say, oh, there's nothing greater out there. I'm the one that, I'm the intelligent being on this earth and I'm I'm the super person that exists, yeah. you know? And so for so me, so dangerous, not only in like of yourself to have that mentality because, you know, that egoness eventually you're going to fall, but like, mm-hmm. it, 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 like it, it will attract people to do things that aren't good. Like it doesn't attract exactly. good, right? It attracts exactly. good. Evil attracts evil. Good attracts good. Like, and if we were mm-hmm. to be evil at the time, they were, like God would just be looking down on us, like again, like come on, like, <laughs> you know, like, like, we have to go through this. I don't understand. All right, and and I think also, sorry, just before you say, Jessica, I think also if you are someone that's quote unquote good, and you're watching this, and you're thinking, oh, I, I don't believe in God, but I'm a good person, mm-hmm. I think you need to really think then. So then, where does your morals come from? If you have a moral framework because you are a good person, who created the, that moral framework for you? Mm-hmm. There has to be a moral creator. Yeah. So if you believe True. in the moral law, there has to be a moral law creator. So therefore, yeah. if you True. Believe there's a moral law creator, then you you must believe that there is a God. Mm-hmm. Right and now. I remember I was talking to a friend who was like, 
you know, I align with, um, I'm not going to expose anyone, first of all, but this person was saying, like, you know, I align with majority of Christ, um, the Christian faith's beliefs, but there's just a few things that I feel like that has to be man-made, or, you know, that was thrown in there, and that's not God, or that doesn't line up with everything else. Like, there's just a few things. Like, if I were to look at the Ten Commandments, there's only two that don't, you know, there's just those two that don't. And then chance, I'm like, that doesn't mean you don't believe there is a God. Like, let's start with the basics. You can disagree. Many Christians today are having troubles with, with certain things because they went through that horrible marriage and are questioning, why can't I just divorce? But, mm -hmm. you know, but they're choosing, not, not telling what to do, but some people strictly choose to weather the storm, work on that marriage, simply mm -hmm. because they recognize how much God loves ma marriage, right? And what God mm -hmm. meant a marriage to be or their walk with, with Christ is going to um, keep them on the right path in that marriage and they're, or they're going to leave that marriage and suddenly not walk with Christ, right? So you can still struggle with concepts of Christianity without mm -hmm. denying who he is, that he gave yeah. his son, died on the cross, he's coming back. Let, let's, let's keep it funky. Like there's a p elements you can't deny mm -hmm. because you're struggling with the topic of yeah. homosexuality. There are people who are homosexual yeah. who will say they believe in Jesus Christ. That mm -hmm. is their major sin that they are then struggling with. Sin is sin. Mm -hmm. Whether I'm a liar or I'm homosexual, mm -hmm. that's what I'm struggling with. Yes. does not mean I'm not believing in Christ. Like, I think... And I think yeah. I think, it, and we've actually even kind of touched on it in one of our previous videos, Jessica, where you mentioned, um, what were the two terms? I think you said justification and... Sanctification. Sanctification. Yeah. yeah. There is that difference as well, because I think yeah. what my question was framed was, um, as a Christian, you still struggle with stuff. That does that mean yeah. that you as a Christian with struggling with some things in your life, if that just means... Um, you won't go to heaven. Or I think my question was along those lines and Jessica said, mm -hmm. no, there's justification and then there's sanctification. Yeah. With you as someone that's out there, there's one of the sins out there that you're struggling with because let's be honest, sin yeah. is, there's not one that's greater than the other. Mm -hmm. you're, you're struggling with something out there that's something that you need to work with God with. You need to yeah, pray. Exactly. Why handle it by yourself when you can handle it with him on a daily basis, right? Like why should I be struggling with depression on my own um, when I could yeah. be struggling with it with God, my therapist, with my fan, right? Versus mm -hmm. old ways, isolate yourself. Yeah. Do yeah. this, take that drug, right? Why, why would I, and when I'm, when I choose that path, those options become the only options. Yeah. Right? When I ignore Christ, mm -hmm. that, that becomes this, the idea of suicide becomes more, make it make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Christ, right? Easier said than done. I don't want to downgrade any mm -hmm. Dismiss anyone's yeah. struggle with mental health, but it's a lot of clients I've even worked with said, you know, it. I don't. My my suicidal thoughts haven't disappeared, but I fight. I, I can fight them now with Christ beside me. Right? I have no <laughs> friend. I still struggle. They admit it to you. You know, I still have those feelings. Yeah. I still once in a while. My I, I, I still feel anxious, or I still have depressive thoughts. I still need therapy, but I'm doing it with Christ versus before when everyone went to bed. My counselor turned off her phone. It was just me and my dark thoughts. Mm, so choosing, wow. You know, choosing Christ gives you like a permanent, like he's also the words that he's also a friend. People mm -hmm. talk about him as this king, holy now. He's also your friend, like the permanent yes. friend who you can call about any foolishness. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And he won't judge. At all. Like, 
He already oh. seen it. That's the most embarrassing part to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but sorry, right, Jess. Um, yeah. Answer your question. So the book is actually called Knowing the Doctrines of the Bible by Meyer, M-E-R, M-Y-E-R, Perlman. Um, so second death, I can't believe I, I forgot this. Um, or um, spiritual death is just when it's essentially when you're outside of Christ. So it's just you're not born again because um, when and you were talking about it earlier, um, the Eve, um, the event in the Garden of Eden, what happened yeah. is when they ate the apple, they didn't physically die. They died mm -hmm. spiritually. And so that's why Christ had to come. And that's why we need to accept Christ, because with, without his Holy Spirit, we're spiritually dead. dead. So that's what yeah. death is. Makes sense. So, so sorry, so without God, you're saying that's what a spiritual death is? Yeah. So when would, when would the spiritual death occur? You're an unbeliever. You're, yeah, an unbeliever, you're spiritually dead. You're not woke. Oh, so that won't, that wouldn't happen for, uh, that wouldn't happen for born again Christians then? No. No. Okay. Because you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You're not spiritually enlightened. You're spiritually woke. The veil, has been, the veil that's the term, has been removed from your eyes. Ah. Okay. Okay. So, as as um as um born again Christians, then you would only experience physical death. Yes. It's when someone shoots you, you're like, yeah. 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 <laughs> and just in case there's anyone watching who doesn't know, like when we're saying born again Christian, it's like you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You acknowledge you that you believe that He exists, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, you believe he died on the cross for our sins, including yourself, and is to return. Believing that literally is what creates, um, starts your journey as a born-again Christian. It's not you paying tithe. It's not you wearing the long frock. Like It's literally you accepting that sentence, stating it um, in your bedroom, at church, wherever, and actually believing it. Like your life slowly changes after believing that, right? I think Roman says you have to if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth yeah. you know, that yes. just died for sins yeah. that essentially become born again. And, and um, um under um under oh yeah. <laughs> so it's something I just wanted to quickly mention if there is someone that's watching this and they may not be Christian or born again Christian, um I would highly, highly recommend this book called The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel. Mm -hmm. They have it. They have it on Audible, and then it's also on um, Amazon and others, and I think other book platforms as well. But I highly, highly, highly recommend it because he used to be someone that was an atheist, and then eventually Ooh, yes. his wife became a Christian, and he was so upset yes. about it. He was trying to find. Um, he was trying to uh, prove that uh, Jesus is not real or disprove. Oh, sorry, yes, yes, disprove a movie on that. Yes, yes, I think there's a movie on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? I don't know if it's is on it Netflix, Netflix? but I, we watched it one night at our church. So the theme, the, the the concept was the exact same. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was honestly. I listened to the audible version of it. It was amazing. Like he was, he went in detail, and he spoke to all the right people. He spoke to people opposing. He spoke to people that was um also for the topics mm -hmm. that he would touch on, and he would go to people that specialize in it, not just anyone Ooh. walking on the street. You know, he yeah. spoke to people that studied these things. 
So it was amazing. And, and it's not, he doesn't, it's not biased because he was someone, he was a criminal journalist or something like that. So oh, he knew research yeah. and things. Yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's an amazing book. So mm -hmm. something that I highly recommend for everyone. But um, I think uh, today, we just we di we dive into a lot of we delved into a lot of uh, good things, yeah. and um, we shared our experiences, our walk. We 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 covered different scriptures for you guys. So um, I think we should probably end it off with uh, like a wrapping it up with um, what you guys would like to finish off with everyone. And I'll just show the topic again if you guys need uh, the reminder. So um, if you guys have a quick summary for everyone watching. Go ahead, Jessica. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for putting me on the spot again. Um, wow. Um, so yeah, so we're talking about if God is loving, why would he create hell or somewhere to punish people? Shouldn't he allow them to repent once they die? And I, and we delve in some, into some really good topics, but um one book or I was trying to, cause I, I, I've listened to the audiobook. It's really long, but it's um, really good. C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity. Um, he just, he, he, he takes it from a very, um, very like logical and simplistic standpoint. And he does, he, he kind of unravels a lot of the um, ideologies and, and misunderstandings I would say about Christianity and 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 so I think this would be good for somebody who is is struggling with something like this because um, mm -hmm. he starts at, at, at the basis that you know why you have to why there is a God um, why there would be a hell and he um, he goes into these things and he kind of, he helps you understand that okay listen um, essentially like you were saying you know it comes down to free will and mm -hmm. so because we have free will, you're going to have a choice, <laughs> you yeah. know? And so you're gonna either choose A or B. And so yeah. your choices for A is gonna lead you in one direction. Your choices for B is going to lead you into another direction. And so it is not that God wants to punish people or he wants to say, you know, um, you know what? I, I don't like you. Um, you you chose to disobey me. He's given your you your entire life to choose wow. him, but you wow. chose not to choose him. So wow. it isn't fair that once you pass on and realize there is a God, that wow. in all fairness, like Julian was saying, you know, that you should be able to say, okay, well, fine, now I'm dead. I believe like that. That wouldn't that wouldn't make any sense. As much as he's a good God, he allowed you, like in the story of Luke, he allowed you his whole life. He's been sending you the signals, sending you the messages. There's no way that you have died at some point and haven't heard about God unless, you know, you're a child or, you know, certain circumstances. But at some point, he would have given you the opportunity to accept him. And I don't believe, because I remember in my Christian apologetics class, my um, professor was talking about, he went to India and he asked this guy, you know, um, do you know who Jesus is? And he's like, is that a new rap artist? Is that a new music? And someone like that who doesn't know about God, yeah. God is not going, he cannot punish them because yeah. they were they were ignorant of him. Yeah. But what C.S. Lewis says in his book is, but there's still a standard of goodness that he followed. Because yeah. we innately were born with 
some type of goodness. And so based yeah. on the goodness, it's just like the um, the rich man that went to Jesus and goes, listen, Jesus, like, um, you know, um, like I've, I've followed all the, 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 the commandments. I've done this, I've done that. And then Jesus goes, okay, one thing I need you to do for me then, give up all your riches. And he turned away disappointed because it's, yes, you can have your own standard, but it's about, it's so much more. It's about accepting mm-hmm. Jesus. I think that was the important part of the story. It wasn't, yeah, a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, because rich men, rich people can't go into heaven. I think the point of the story was that it's not about your own righteousness. It's not about people saying how good you are, because that's essentially mm-hmm. what he was saying. I'm so good. I'm such a wonderful person. No, it's about goodness based on Jesus. That's, yeah. that's what going to go down to however if for some reason like this um person that the professor interacted you don't know about jesus then unfortunately there is and because we are created because we are god's creation he innately has these things that tell you don't kill don't steal you know um don't be a child molester those things are innately in you so when you go against them you're going against god you know um i think in romans it says like you know even those who don't know the law they still have their law that they Mm -hmm. follow they will still be judged by that law and those who know the law the jews they're going to be judged by the laws that they know so essentially even if you don't know the ten commandments if you don't know the hebrew bible you're still going to be judged by the goodness that you did because if you believe you shouldn't kill and you go and kill, you're yeah. going against law, and that law comes from God. Yeah. There's no man within themselves would just think, I shouldn't kill. That has to come from somewhere, and that somewhere is a higher being. Um, so to just wrap up what I'm saying, um, God wouldn't do anything unless you chose to go in the direction that you did. He would. He's not going to force anyone to hell. He's. He doesn't want anyone to go to hell. The Bible says, you know, um, he wished that none should perish, but um, all should yeah. come to him and have eternal life. So it is not his desire. And like Sanya says, everybody mm. I know before mm. him come back. There's gonna be. Yeah. I mean, with with technology, we can see that it is not impossible. Not at so all. Everybody will know, and everybody will have to confess whether or not now or when they meet him that he's lord because that's ultimately how you'll get to heaven and the sad reality is even in revelation even when they the the scorns come and and they bite them and they're in so much agony that they can't even die they 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 would call them death and they can't die even at that point they don't repent so that is telling me there are people who will never call on Jesus. And there yeah. are people that are just going to choose hell because it just comes back to free will. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. one, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> Anya? I mean, ditto everything you said. You said. <laughs> right? Like, how we follow um, up to that? I was going to say, it's, it's down to free will. Everything, like, everything has to have an opposite. That's just sense to be how life is, right? Up, down, left, right, heaven, hell, Mm -hmm. good, bad. Like, it just seems to be what keeps the balance of our earth. Um, And so, I mean, the more I get to know God, the more I uh, try to walk with him the best way I can, it makes sense that there is a hell. It makes sense that there is a heaven. 
right? And the yeah. more you get to know him, it, it you you'd be confused if there was no help. Like mm-hmm. you, mm. you'd be understanding certain things and wondering, whoa, like so the devil just gonna continue to run around wild stuff, like. <laughs> You're not gonna right. deal with him. Like, look, look, look how he caused all that tribulation. You're not gonna deal with him. Like, and you're telling mm, him, yeah. him no way to deal with him. He's gonna run wild yeah. forever. He said eternal life. I can't have eternal life if the devil's just free. Like, I can't <laughs> have it. It doesn't yeah. Yeah, exist. I can't have eternal life in peace on the streets of gold with the devil walking beside me. Like, it just mm-hmm. does not work. <laughs> that's not yeah. part of the future, right? Yeah. And that's the reality. Um. There, same way there are things we have to turn away from when we choose Christ, there has to be a place for those things. Yeah. You can't be fighting a demon my whole life to wake up in heaven next door to the demon. Like, you can't. Exactly. God would be a joke. I love that. Right? I love that. that. I love that. That would be it. Mm-hmm. I think his word is serious. It, like, he honors his word above all else. Once he said it, there's no debating. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I made it a heaven, and if you do this, you're going to hell. No, I take it back. Like, he's extending <laughs> yeah. people's years in the Bible. He's like, you know what? Your people are gonna die, but you won't see it. He did that for someone in the Bible, but the person still died. Like, he's not about to take back his yeah. word, <laughs> right? So, True. True. I think yeah. that has what has that's been an answer I've come to understand. That's not an answer I understood at 18 mm-hmm. when I first accepted Christ. I was still questioning, like. Why is that? You know, like, why can't you give us another chance? But the truth of the matter is, you really never know how many chances we each got. Only mm-hmm. we ourselves truly can answer mm-hmm. how many chances. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a lot of chances yesterday. I'll be honest with you guys. I got a lot of chances last month. I got yeah. a lot of chances yeah. today. I'm praying for those chances tomorrow as well. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> it don't. I feel like um, if we choose to die and not repent it sounds harsh mm-hmm. i can trust that if you were breathing yesterday and then like you you had a lot of chances yeah you had a lot of chances right? yes i agree need to repent and every day it's not a one-time thing like i didn't just repent yes. at 18 and then i'm good mm-hmm. no <laughs> you need to wake up no. to give new grace and new mercy every day like mm-hmm. I know this is so silly to mention but I I remember when I was like early in my walk with Christ I used to tell myself okay I don't want to I'm not going to repent every day I'm going to I'm going to accumulate them and (laughs) (laughs) repent ever so often which is so wrong by the way like extra points yeah yeah you know I'm like wait let me get a couple more in and then Mm -hmm. you know all together anyway, sorry. no I, I, I used to be like if i like said one slip up and said one curse word in the morning i'd be like well the day is gone <laughs> <laughs> like i said damn at 10 o'clock so you know what? I'm, I'm going back to bed that's it it's over so, i was so ignorant i was like just that one time i'm gonna have to repent tonight anyways like my it wasn't like instilled in my heart there was no heaviness i wasn't forward i didn't know that like yeah. every time you sin it's not sinning simply against my sister my brother i'm sinning against christ mm-hmm. right? yeah this is the, he made me to be this way and when i sin i'm choosing to be that way 
So it's not mm-hmm. just, I killed someone. You killed someone who had a walk with Christ. Where they were on that journey, you don't know. When they mm-hmm. were in repent, yeah. you don't know. Yeah. What most of your journey, you don't know. What is this to your mm-hmm. family? You don't like. There's just so many that you you weren't supposed to be in control of anything, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So so it's like a you're singing against Christ, not just you know a curse word type of thing, which was yeah. not before. But I mean, true. as you walk with him, like keep walk. There's a um a song by Mally Music, Christian gospel artist. He's controversial, I know, but um he, there's a I song called Walking Shoes. If you're not a fan of his music, Google the lyrics and read it. I think the lyrics itself okay. are very inspirational. Yeah, what's it say his name again? Because I, I haven't heard of him. Mali Music, M-A-L-I, and then uh-huh. music, two words. Music, okay. Um, and the song's called Walking Shoes. And he talks about, okay. like, whether you have, whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're, you're, you're questioning, your disbelief, but just keep walking with Christ, like, life goes like you gotta like just keep walking and not give up like keep your walking shoes on don't just stand still stuck in your sin right like get up repent try again and blah blah blah. but of course with a nice cool beat and all that kind of stuff but i think i like that model that you like why stay stuck in your sin or in your challenge and keep walking and move on with it right mm-hmm. and i think one people one thing people need to understand is that god, god understands that we're not perfect we're trying to be christ-like so in our walk there's going to be certain things that we get delivered from and that we're going to be we're never going to be perfect perfect not until i think as a christian don't be disappointed when um you may have feel you may felt have felt that you are letting god down because of things yeah. that decisions that you've made or situations you've been in mm-hmm. just know that you should always be repenting you should always be praying as well yeah yeah okay. and um Exactly. And um, just from my perspective of, well, just to um, close things off, mm-hmm. we've kind of we've kind of reiterated everything we've already mentioned of that there w- it wouldn't be fair. There has to be some justification. There has to be some consequences for the actions that you've chosen to use for your free will. Mm-hmm. I remember I was watching this video and this guy, he was asked the same question. And he said, you know, God has God gave me my arm. I can use that arm to pick people up. Mm-hmm. I can use it to help people to do good things, mm-hmm. or I can use it to fight and, yeah. and hurt other people. He's yeah. like, there has to be consequences okay. for those actions. What if that person that I decided to push down and punch, um, I think he said in this situation, that guy that he used to bully eventually mm-hmm. down the road um, decided to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he was so conflicted with that because he's like, wow, like, I wonder if it's just all those times that I used to bully this guy when I was younger mm-hmm. that eventually got to him when he was older and yeah. that took his life. And that's why one of the things I mentioned was, you know, um, the wages of sin. And the answer is that the wages of sin yeah. is death. Yeah. And so right. I think there has to be some type of repercussions for people's sin. There has to be, there has to be, I, I, I'm like Sonia said, I don't want to be in heaven walking with demons. I don't want to be in heaven walking mm-hmm. with pedophiles i don't want to be in heaven walking with satan no that's not fair there has to be some justification Mm -hmm. and for those people that say oh well i don't commit murder i don't i don't do things like that i'm a good person well then if you're a good person as i mentioned before that means that you have that moral law instilled in you where did that moral law come from from rock it didn't come from nowhere it didn't come from nothing it came from something and that was something 
was instilled in you. So yeah. I think you need to start looking for that something. And what yeah. we're trying to tell you today is that's Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so I would just like to end the video with saying to people, if there's anyone out there that was conflicted with this question, I think you should look deeper behind the question. What's stopping you from saying, let me give mm. God a chance. What's stopping mm -hmm. you? Yeah. from doing your own research to to answer certain questions that you want to because our video is not the only video that's out there that's covered this question mm -hmm. and there's a lot True. of people that have gone to school that maybe could mm -hmm. even answer this question in more detail yeah. but we're coming across as yeah. more of a casual conversation for you guys yeah. so you get that conversation yes. Yes. Uh, and that ball rolling but i, I think it, it might be more than something else that's holding you back if if you're saying that you're a good person mm. and you follow this and you follow that, there's something else that's stopping you to, from saying, let me give Jesus a chance. Mm -hmm. Or as my mom would say, to those who just say, I'm not ready, her only advice is get ready. Exactly. <laughs> there's no point for like, oh, um, right? There's, there's no, but like, you can't, and, and she she's not an assertive person. She's not an aggressive, she's not, but her only Very response good. is get ready. Mm-hmm. Mm and and not to scare anyone but you don't know when unfortunately death is the one lottery ticket that all of us win <laughs> and you don't know yeah. when your time is going to happen so if you're sitting there thinking well I'm a good person that's all I need to be concerned about I mm -hmm. think you should really sit down and think and pray about that again because yeah. goodness is not the only thing that's going to get you into heaven there's yeah. so much more that comes along with that mm -hmm. it can our, yeah. our works our works won't get us into heaven. It will mm -hmm. save my great alone. Mm -hmm. yeah. I enjoy this, guys. I'm Thanks so for the this was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, I wanted to know, um, like, if persons want to like keep in contact, like, what's your um, in like your social media information? Um, the one I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with people looking up is uh, <laughs> um, ooh, um. I mean, yeah, if you have any books, if you have your music, anything, yes. if you're not a sure, if you're not sure hundred percent right now, definitely make sure you send it to me as well. And I'll put it in the video description. Okay. Yeah. I know on, I'm just going to pull it up right now on Facebook, we're new praise to, I think, and I'll, I'll send you the link for that. And then on Facebook, me personally, I'm just Sonia P S A U N I A space p dot okay yeah. those awesome. are the other forms and how do you spell we praise to is it all caps well um does that matter yeah it does um it is just send it yeah just send it to me after i'll include oh, it in the new, new praise to one word like new praise capital t capital o okay send it to me as well and i'll make sure to yeah. add it in the description but yes, okay, well, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much, Sonia, for coming today. This was an awesome discussion. <laughs> I'm excited to get you out. But yeah, thank you guys for those who are watching as well. And we really hope this will start some conversations within your household, with your family, with your friends, or, you know, even for a topic for you to bring up at church that, you know, that's never been covered before, like your youth Friday nights or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned. We're going to be releasing another video in the next two weeks. Um, check out uh, Jessica's Facebook page, Everyday Kingdom Living, and also her YouTube channel. That's where we're posting everything bi-weekly. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye.